Welcome to the Find Your Five podcast. I'm your host, Jess Norbury, and I'm a professional model and lifestyle YouTuber. This podcast is designed for you guys and gals out there who need that extra push of motivation in all things health, fitness, modeling, social media, relationships, but most importantly, I'm here to help you find your fire. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Find Your Fire podcast. If this is sounding a little bit different to previous episodes, you're correct. That is because I just got a brand new mic. I got one of those, I think it's called a Yeti, like a blue Yeti. I decided to invest a little bit more into some proper recording equipment so that you guys can get the best audio quality possible. So yes, if that sounds a little bit different, that is why. Today, I thought I would bring it back a little bit and talk about some healthy habits that you can start incorporating into your life. Now, I have touched on this sort of thing in previous episodes. So the reason why I'm kind of reiterating them now, because I've essentially had to start my own new routine and, you know, moving out of home. I kind of like got into a routine when I was living at home, living with my mom. And yeah, so that's when I started talking about those sort of healthy habits. I made a video on it and yada, yada. But now that I have moved out, I've got my own place. These are kind of more relevant to that. And they have honestly been the best thing ever this week and kind of reminding myself to do these things and incorporate them more into my life has really, really helped. So I wanted to share them with you and what I've been doing this week that has honestly made the biggest difference ever. Before we get into that, obviously, I'm just going to do my weekly recap. So I actually started off the week by doing another podcast interview on someone else's podcast. It was Ebony May's podcast for The Real Health, Real Talk. And we had such a good chat. We talked about skincare, fitness, health, relationships, modeling. Oh my gosh, it was such a good time. But um, yeah, I think that should be live within the next few weeks. Obviously, I'll let you know like once it's up. But she came over to my apartment. We sat at the dining table, had some snacks, had a chat. It was so much fun. And I'm really excited for you guys to hear that because I've never done an interview on someone else's platform before. Like I've had people over and interviewed different people or collaborated um, on YouTube, but I've never done anything podcast wise. So it was really, really cool to actually be on someone else's podcast other than my own. I joined a new gym, go me. That was one of my things on my like to-do list last week. So I did get signed up to a new gym in Cronulla so that I can go to 5.30 club. And as soon as I'm finished, I can go to the gym, do a session. It is such a beautiful gym, best location. You see the ocean. Oh, it is amazing. So it's going to be perfect for filming as well because the lighting in there is so good. I love how they're like, that's my priority. <laughs> the lighting in there. Shut up, Jess. So, and also all of the equipment is so up to date and yeah, I'm excited to like go and do group fitness classes and really get back into my gym routine. I made my new 2020 vision board. In the last podcast episode, I was talking about goal setting and vision boards was one of them. So I made a full YouTube video 
on how I made my vision board, what photos are used, why I use them, and how I pretty much put everything together. I had so much fun. I love DIY creative sort of projects and filming it for you guys was just the best time ever. So if you wanted to see how I made my vision board and brought it to life, definitely go and check that one out because I'm so stoked with how it looks at the moment. What else? Um, my mum and sister came to visit, which was so good. It was awesome having them in the apartment because we have only had a few guests over, but never anyone to stay and sleep over. So my little sister and my mum came to stay. We hung out. We watched the new Taylor Swift documentary, which by the way, if you haven't seen it, it was amazing like there is so much more to her than I guess what you see or what you think and it was really really interesting to see how she I guess turned from this like perfect pop star and then started opening herself to more like political views I thought it was amazing and I think it's so important so that would be my recommendation of what to watch for the week so definitely go and check that one out if you do have Netflix and I guess the last thing that happened in this week is Geordie officially started his new job which is so exciting go him he's killing it so I also got like this is so random, right? I ended up getting one of those gym balls, like the Swiss balls, those big, big Swiss balls. Um, and I've started using it as a desk chair instead of an actual desk chair. And oh my gosh, it has been so good. Like my posture when I'm sitting at my desk is not slouched anymore because I'm sitting on a ball. I'm like constantly engaging my core. I would highly recommend that. That is a really good time. But I've only been doing that for like a day or so. But so far, so good. So let's get on to the topic of this week. And that is some healthy habits that I have been absolutely loving recently since moving out. And something that I recommend you at least give a go because it might make a really good impact in your life. Just to like start the day positive, but also keep you in a really good mindset throughout the day. So just purposely doing things for you. So let's get onto this list. They are pretty basic things and really easy things. It's nothing too crazy, but I feel like the smallest changes can make the biggest difference. So the first thing that I have is make your bed. Now, I don't want to sound like your mom being like, make your bed. But seriously, I don't think we go a day without making our bed because even though we don't, we don't even have a bed, <laughs> but we have a mattress. We make our mattress in the morning and it just leaves the room looking so nice. And whenever you walk in there, you don't feel like, Oh, like there's something to do. It's the first thing you can tick off your to-do list in the morning and it'll already make you feel really productive. Like, hmm, make the bed. Tick. Pretty much always make it together as well. Like we'll get out of bed and we'll just make it together, which is really good because Geordie's kind of on the same page with me and keeping the apartment really nice and a clean space and everything like that. He's honestly just the best person to live with. He is so down to learn how to cook and clean. He's so tidy. My next thing that I've been loving to do this week and I kind of like was doing religiously for ages and then I stopped and then I moved and I was like, oh, hey, got to get back into this. But using more essential oils. So I've got a diffuser in the living room and I have the eucalyptus one on 
much all the time. And people walk into the apartment and they're like, oh my gosh, it smells so nice. Like we've got incense. What are those incense sticks? No, like those room diffusers, but they're like the sticks. That at the front door, the aromatherapy diffuser in the living room. And honestly, our house just smells so clean and fresh all the time and it just like puts you in the best headspace when you're in the house. Something else that both Geordie and I have been doing this week that has made the biggest impact like health-wise but also money-wise has been planning our meals for the week ahead. So we don't necessarily meal prep at all um, because we like having different food every single day. That's just like the sort of people we are. Um, I do love cooking dinner every night. So it's really not that big of a deal if I, you know, have to cook at night or anything because guess what? I love it. But what we do is we've been sitting down, planning out our grocery shopping list, what meals we are going to have throughout the week and we try to go for meals that kind of overlap with each other and use similar sort of ingredients. So like Monday and Tuesday, we'll have similar sort of ingredients. Wednesday and Thursday, we'll have similar ingredients and stuff like that. So it's been really, really good. And most of our dinners and lunches contain a lot of vegetables, fruits. We've got um, lots of vegetable proteins. Um, So we just try to incorporate as much of those whole foods into our meals, but planning them has been the biggest lifesaver ever because it means we haven't been spending unnecessary money on just like a random food trip. We've been really, really careful with what we are spending. So the grocery shopping is something that, yeah, we've kind of had to plan for. So we've got a little weekly planner that we both write our schedules into and we'll also schedule in what we're having for dinner each day of the week, which I found has been so, so handy. Um, And we just know what vegetables are in the fridge for Monday, for Tuesday. And yeah, it's been really good so far. So I would highly recommend sitting down with your partner or sitting down with yourself and planning meals for the week. So my next piece of advice, if you're looking for some extra hours in the day or you feel like you're not being productive in the morning or maybe you feel like you could be waking up early but you're struggling a little bit, train yourself to wake up earlier because this is something I have not always done. So how I've been training myself to wake up early in the morning, I've been doing it pretty much every day for the last two weeks. I want to say two, three weeks. I don't even know anymore. I was that girl who would sleep in till maybe 9.30, 10 (laughs) o'clock. I could just sleep forever. It's not like I would have crazy nights out or do anything insane. I would just sleep a lot. Like I didn't need 11 hours of sleep. Like, come on. No, (laughs) I don't need that much sleep. I can thrive off maybe seven to eight hours of sleep. I'd say any less and I'm like a little bit grumpy the next day. So we have been training ourselves since we moved in to wake up at 4.45, 4.40, around that sort of time. Some mornings I will wake up at 4.30, some mornings I wake up at 4.45 It just varies, but that is mainly because Geordie starts work super early and like ridiculously early. So he'll go to work and I'll go to 5.30 club. Both of us have been able to get up together. So I think either having uh, a partner, your parent, 
or even your dog, just getting them up early in the morning and going out and doing something, whether it be just a half an hour walk around your neighborhood. Call a friend, ask if they wanted to train early in the morning, something like that. It starts your day off the best way possible. My routine lately, my morning routine, I have been obsessed with. I love it. I haven't really struggled waking up early just yet, only if we get to bed like unbelievably late because something came up. But we've been really, really good at getting enough sleep. Usually we'll be in bed by 9.30. I couldn't recommend getting up early enough because you just feel so much better and half of the world is still asleep and you're like, well, guess what? Look at me getting all this stuff done. I'm feeling so productive. And for me, I think it's the fact that I get up and there's other people there or someone else is getting up. I feel like if I was on my own and just getting up and going and working out by myself, it would be a little tricky, not going to lie, because I'm such a people person. I love hanging out with people. I love hanging out with Geordie. I don't know. I just like, I I love my alone time, but I also love being around people. It's the best thing ever. So maybe organize with a friend to start doing something earlier in the morning. I did start getting up early with my mum back when I lived at home and we'll go for a run around the neighborhood with the dog. That was the best thing ever. I loved it so much. She was motivated because she wanted to go on a bit of a health kick and I was like, great, this is such a good time. Um, and yeah, now that Geordie's getting up early and going to work, I'm like, great, I'll get up early and go to 5.30 club and see my friends. <laughs> my next thing that I have been loving this week, it is so lame, but I love it. We have been buying plants. So if you don't have a dog or you don't have kids, so you don't have like other responsibilities to look after another human or an animal, I would definitely recommend getting a plant because it has been so much fun looking after our plants, naming our plants. It's given me a sense of responsibility and I just find that really, really motivating. Like, you know, I've got to go and do this and then go and do this for my plant. Like saying it out loud, it sounds so stupid. I know. Having a plant has been so much fun and I would recommend it to everyone. And plus they look so beautiful in the apartment. I just want to talk about my plants really quick. Okay, just leave me alone. We have one plant. He was our first plant that we got from Ikea. He's real. We have two fake plants in our apartment and then two real ones. So our first real one is the little one who's like in my Instagram photos and stuff. His name is just plant. Like you just, just plant because we were so creative when we were coming up with a name. And then I took to Instagram to name my second plant who is a who. <laughs> Me referring to my plant as a person. It is a fiddle leaf fig. We got both of them from Ikea. Also, if you're looking for some cheap plants, Ikea is a great place to go for plants. Side note. So yeah, I asked you guys to name my plant for me and so many suggestions came through. They were so good. Maybe this can be helpful to some people who are looking to name their plants. I'm going to read you out some of the popular name suggestions that we did get because there were some that I loved so much. So I obviously have to mention <laughs> the most popular name suggestion that we got for our plant was Sophie. 
I have two beautiful friends called Sophie who I don't live near and it actually like hurts my soul so much. Even people whose name isn't Sophie were saying we should call it Sophie. So that was one option. Then we got Fern as another option. Figgy Smalls, like Ariana Grande's pig, Piggy Smalls, but Figgy Smalls, that was a good one. Frederick the Fiddle Leaf, uh, Twiggy, George, Benji, Ferb. Did I already say Ferb? I don't even know. Um, but the one we ended up going with was Frank the Fiddle Leaf Fig, which I think is so, so cool. But I feel like I'll let people down if I don't call a plant Sophie because people have already messaged me and been like, just get another plant and call it Sophie. I'm like, okay. So I think I have to get a Sophie the Succulent because <laughs> that just works and I can keep Sophie the Succulent on my desk. <laughs> oh, I digress. I get so sidetracked. I'm so sorry for anyone listening to this podcast being like, boring, next. Another little healthy hack that I have been doing this week is to kind of help me avoid binge eating because I have had a bit of a past in binge eating. I do talk about it in more depth on my YouTube channel in my fitness journey video if you want to hear more about that or maybe I can make a separate podcast episode on it. I don't know but what I've been doing is I've been eating my meal and then after I eat my meal like majority of the time I'll be like oh that tasted so good I could go back and get seconds but what I've been doing is I've been giving myself at least 10 minutes to see if I'm still hungry and still craving that food because it takes a while for your brain to actually tell you that you are full. And so to avoid overeating, I've been giving myself that extra bit of time just to let my food go down and then see if I'm still hungry. Sometimes I am still hungry and I go back for seconds. That's so fine. You know, I've got to listen to my body. And if I'm hungry, girl, I am hungry. But in the past, I've definitely been a very, very fast eater, especially if something tastes good. I literally inhale it. Sometimes you just need to sit there, chew your food, enjoy the taste. Whereas, I don't know, sometimes I just like forget about that and just <laughs> shove it down my face and disappears in two seconds. But yes, that's something I've been actively trying to do is just really take my time with my food. So my next tip is something that I talk about all the time, but I just want to constantly be a reminder to drink water. So if you're listening to this now and you have a glass of water next to you or a water bottle, please go and have a glass of water because not many people actually keep up their hydration levels. I want you guys to aim to drink between two and three liters of water a day. Um, as you guys know, I have my balance bottle, which is just over one liter per full bottle. So that is great for keeping me on track. I love having a big water bottle because it means I don't have to fill it up as much. Drinking two liters is still good, but especially if you're exercising or you're a really active person, please try and aim for three. It is so, so good for your body. I can't even remember where I heard this the other day. I think it was on someone's story. I literally was so grumpy about it. I was like, oh my gosh, why would you say that? She she was saying how she doesn't like to drink too much water because it makes her bloated. I'm like, sister, that is not baloney. That is just water. Water is so good for you and it's so underrated. It'll clear your skin. It is good for your mood. It is good for everything. Drink more water and don't listen to people who tell you it makes you fat because it's 
what I'm going to say. We're nearly there. We've only got a few more tips and I have been loving this one this week and I think I've been sticking to it really well actually. I think there was only one morning where I didn't do this so very proud of myself for changing some bad habits but don't go on your phone first thing in the morning. So since we have been getting up so early it has been the best excuse because guess what? I don't even have time to go on my phone. My alarm goes off. I press it off. I get up. I go to the shower. I go and get ready. I go and put my clothes on. And so if you find yourself, your alarm goes off in the morning, you roll over. The first thing you do is jump on social media. Already you're kind of starting your day in a mindset where you may be comparing yourself to other people's lives on social media or you're not taking the time in the morning to really focus on yourself. I have been loving getting up early in the morning, not going on my phone because what I do, I go out into the kitchen, I have my little pre-workout and I just have some time to myself because I work essentially from my phone or from a screen. Having that time off social media in the morning is just the best thing ever. And if this is something that you do in the morning, you find yourself just going on your phone, just endlessly scrolling. I know what that's like. I could seriously watch TikToks for so long. Yeah, I just think like having some time to yourself in the morning is so, so important. Or just having some time with your partner, some time with your family, with your dog. So if you're wanting to do this, but you're kind of new to it, what I would say is Obviously, don't go on your phone in the morning. What I want you to do is turn your alarm off, get straight out of bed, come out to the kitchen, make your breakfast, do what you would normally do and go on your phone in a different room rather than sitting in your bed because already you will feel a little bit more productive because you'll be out of your bed. Obviously, you want to get to a stage where you don't have to do that. But if you're just progressing from rolling over, looking at your phone. I think that's a good step in the right direction and then eventually work up to not having to look at your phone at all in the morning and enjoy your morning, make the most of your morning. Now my last healthy habit from this week is cleaning your space because the cleaner your space is, the less cluttered your mind will be and you'll be able to focus on whatever you're doing. I love having a tidy desk. I love our apartment to be clean and crisp. I'm obviously not a crazy clean freak. We have one day a week where we just clean the apartment from top to bottom. Um, but every other day of the week, it's just like general tidy. I do like the rule where it's like touch everything once. So if I get an ingredient out of the pantry or something, I put it in the meal and I put it back away. There's times where I have to like put things down, but essentially that whole rule, I really like the idea around and it's something that um, has been really, really handy, especially having our own place now, keeping everything nice and tidy. Another thing I wanted to add to this list, I don't have it written down, but I just thought of it, is have shorter showers. This is obviously not like a health related thing, but it is an environmental related thing. We were actually having a conversation with these ladies at the, at the shopping center the other day and they were kind of talking about how, you know, we're in a drought at the moment and ways you can help with like water reduction and helping Australia essentially because we are in a climate crisis right now. So things like 
flushing the toilet on a half flush instead of using the full flush. The half flush is six liters and the full flush is 12. So already you're reducing six liters of water. Another thing we've been doing, we've just added a little timer into our shower so that we limit our showers to four minutes max. This has been so good and it also means we just get everything done in the shower that we need to do. And another thing we've been doing to reduce our water is not leaving the tap running when we are brushing our teeth because I feel like you turn the tap on, you put your toothbrush under and you just kind of leave it on because you like keep on washing it and whatever. Turn it off. We haven't really done this for financial reasons. It's honestly just because of the environment. We don't even have to pay for our water bill. It's included in our rent, but it's something that Geordie and I we, we do really want to make an impact on the environment and suggest you guys do the same. So yeah, I hope maybe those tips will help you if you are trying to save a little bit of water. Maybe you do pay your water bill and you feel like it's getting a little crazy. Try those tips and just see how you go. But I think I might wrap up this episode here. Again, I just want to say I'm really sorry if these episodes are super, super short um, for your liking because I understand that people really like hour-long episodes. I like them too, but it's just me sitting here and there's only so much I can say, I guess. But yeah, hopefully we can get some very, very exciting guests on the podcast this year. I have some cool people lined up and I don't want to say too much because like I don't give anything away. I'll wrap up this episode right here. If you did enjoy it, please give me a five-star review or feel free to share this episode on your stories or anything because honestly that's like the main way I can get my podcast out there is by your recommendations um, to your friends so I really appreciate any support um, from sharing it honestly makes the biggest difference so thank you because this is an independent podcast it honestly means the world or follow me on Spotify if you're listening on Spotify if you'd like to follow me on Instagram it is just at Jesse Norbs and at find your fire podcast is the podcast Instagram my YouTube channel is just Jess Norbury if you wanted to check out any of those videos but I will wrap it up right here. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and I will chat to you all very, very soon.